What were those? What were those exercises that we used to do at Vindle Stiff? Kitty like, cat, kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> what about red leather, yellow leather? Oh god. I can't even say it. The big baby black bug. Or the big black bear. Betty baggy buggy bumper. Yes. And then like there's leather, but leather yellow. Red leather, yellow leather. The big black bug. The big black bear. The big black bear. Big blood. Oh my god. Did you miss it? I miss theater sometimes. So now that this is actually recording. Welcome to the special Mother's Day episode of The Usual Sex Bags. It's me, your favorite MILF, Ivy. I'm here with uh, two of my other favorite mothers uh, and my former Granny Cart Gangsters troop mates back at Bindlestiff, uh, the beautiful Dayer sisters, Alexis and Tatiana. (laughs) Thank you. They drove all the way from uh, Foggy Daily City to come visit me. And you also bought us Thai food and and gave us liquor so yes. <laughs> nice. we're, we're here i, yeah. I, I, I take even. care i take care of my friends yes so uh you know for mother's day i figured with the uh, with the direction that the podcast is going i just honestly just wanted to sit down and chop it up with some hot moms uh because also i think one of the things that moms don't get to do enough uh is talk to other hot moms about stuff without the kids around and enjoy liquor and, and like talk shit about them yeah i just talk shit about them because yeah. <laughs> god knows like you know the, honestly the coolest thing about mother's day i don't i don't even think i don't even think i have jake on mother's day weekend Aww. you know which oh is which god. is which is funny That's which is which is up. funny like me because me and uh, me and his dad we alternate every other weekend and I think this following this coming weekend, I think it's a weekend that he's with his dad. So what I'm gonna. What did you get? Yeah, I would well, override. Did, did he override that? What did? Honestly, like I'm not mad about it. No, <laughs> no. you're not even gonna fight him on it. No, Whatever. no, no. I'll be. I'll, be, I, 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 I'll see you next weekend. Like, Jacob, I, I see you every day. It's okay. Like, I see you every it's single day. Good. Like I'm it's actually, good. I'm actually gonna take my mom out. So I'm taking Aww. her to my. Um, I'm taking her to my favorite uh, spa. Uh, do like manicures and pedicures and shit like well yes. for her because I've already got my shit going on. Um, <laughs> like, don't touch my your nose. situation. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like I've already, I'm already situated. Yes. And um, yeah, we just. Do wanna... you ever go to like those crazy Korean spas where oh. they like strip you down and like fucking girl yeah. rub off like I want a to. pound of skin off of you? Yeah, actually, that's one of <laughs> I. <laughs> so one of the first places that I discovered that was in uh, San Leandro of all places. Oh my God. So there's this place called um, I think it's called Sai Health Town. Or handbang <laughs> sauna, depending on like whether you, PSY? Yeah, like like the yeah, fucking yeah, like, oh, the Gundam style guy. <laughs> so it's just hella funny. Like uh, I want to give a shout out to Tony Lynn who's seen me naked because uh, yeah. she, I ran into her at that spa, which is funny. Oh so you God. know, because you're hella naked there. You are yeah. hella naked. Like I ran and into I, her in the shower. And like I heard, like oh, yeah. they like line you up, and I am like, damn, like your conveyor belt, <laughs> like you're just all naked. Yeah, like you line up basically what happens is you have to shower beforehand sure. right you shower beforehand okay. and that's where i ran into her and, and my mom and God. my sister all in the same place i just chop it up like hey how's your wedding yeah i'm naked yeah and oh um God, that's crazy hella funny and so like i um and then after that you shower and then you go into the spa room or the steam room and then so you know you're just sitting there steaming with like other naked ass women uh-huh. and then they call you the only thing i don't like about this place that i've discovered is different in other places uh the there's a larger korean population down in la so they have yeah, a lot sure. more of these spas and they're yeah. cheaper yeah. and so you actually get your body scrubbed um uh, in separate rooms oh okay in san oh. leandro you're oh, like side by side like imagine yeah. four massage table and so you're and just hella like oh yeah dude, dude. it's, it's oh, basic, that's traumatizing it's basic it's basically like like oh, korean God. grandma's like just like 
scrubbing you and like laughing at how dirty you are and that, <laughs> which is totally cool because i'm just like you know what you could you've earned the right to laugh right. because i am a filthy bitch and like they hella <laughs> scrub me down like they just and you know what's funny too like i think the first time i did this they scrubbed me down and then they asked me to roll over and they're just like look <laughs> dirty girl and I was just oh like, my because God. my you know what libag is like the filipino libag no, like no. they we're scrubbing it and they're just like, oh, look, look, you're flaking off. Yeah, and they were like happy about it. And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, right. But honestly, my skin felt so off the chain afterwards. Like it I was worth it. That's what I'm I sure heard. You're going yeah. beyond the dead skin cell. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, you're just like one lit, lit um, level of like blood. It's like, yeah, you're about to be invasive. Yeah, exactly. They were so like thorough. I felt like I had to change foundation colors after the oh, first time I went. It was just ridiculous. Oh, I need that. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know. Like, I, I know okay, that there's I could do that with you. Imperial yeah. Spa in San Francisco. I think, is it Imperial yeah, Spa in San Francisco? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, yeah. Yeah, if you guys ever go don't call me. Don't see me naked, though. What are you talking about? There was one time... So I went on a ba- like, it was like a bachelorette, but it was like me and just two other girls. So it was like okay. very intimate. Oh. And then uh, one of the tri- one of the stipulations of the trip is we each have to pick an activity that has nothing to do with food because we already know that we're gonna fucking pick okay. out. So my activity was uh, going to Korean spa, spa, going to the Korean spa, uh-huh. but I didn't brief them beforehand about what it was gonna be like. Oh, so they were like in the locker shit. room oh, trying shit. to figure out what's going on. And then I was just I came I came around the corner like already naked with Hello the keys in my hand. Are you guys ready? <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's exactly what they said. They're like, Ivy, I love it. Wore your clothes. I was just like, what clothes? I know, because I, I would be like, we dude, do. what the fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah, I was just hella casual. I was just like, I had my key like, right and you're just twirling, twirling it. Around. And you guys ready? Hella naked. And they're just hella like, naked. What the fuck? So it was just like ripping the band aid off, you know. And then they they got used to it. It was funny too because they texted me today. Um, when are we going back? Yeah. It's funny. They, yeah, they actually texted me, and they're just and I was just like, I miss you guys. I haven't seen you guys in a minute. Uh-huh. You know, like. Uh-huh. And then we started to get into in, you know the conversation, just reminiscing. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I was naked in front of both of you guys at the spa. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, bitch, you didn't warn us. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I do kind of have to warn people about all this. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, what do you guys have planned for Mother's Day? Oh God, uh, we're doing brunch. I'm right? not really looking forward to. I don't know. I'm just. I mean, we're not going to a restaurant, which is good because yeah. my mom, no matter what, we can take her to the, fi- the fanciest <laughs> restaurant yeah. or the poorest, whatever. She'll always have some shit to say. Oh, she will say, "I can make this better. I could. I, this this food is terrible." But remember the one time we her we had her birthday at fucking Chevy's of all places. Well, she loved that shit. And she, she fucking loved that shit. Was Chevy's I mean, her shit? Chevy's, Chevy's was her shit. And it reminded me, Chevy's is my shit too. Because I love margaritas. So I'm going to go back. <laughs> okay. But we're having brunch at the house. So that yeah. way she can't say shit. Cause no, exactly. You're, you're making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All the kids are going to be there. Yes. All the kids are going to be there. Yeah. Your baby is so cute. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. these... These ladies got baby girls. Like, yes. okay, oh, yes. so so Continuing Jordan, Jordan's five months, and how old are um, Gabby? Gabby is eight. Gabby's now? eight. Izzy. And Izzy is two years old. Oh and my she's God. fucking crazy. What's it like dressing up girls? Like I, I've only got one. I've only got one. He's a boy. He's nine. You got well. You guys all, all know yeah. him. Yeah. And he's the only one I'm gonna have. So like, uh, you know, I told I told his uh, stepmom, you know, I'm gonna live vicariously through you guys because I'm probably not gonna have any more kids. So, you know, now that Jake's almost old enough to go right. through puberty, I'm just like, oh, God. now I'm like watching all my other friends with like little baby girls. And I'm just like, what's that uh, like? What's that like? You, you, know, get, to, you get to pass your purses down and shit. Oh, yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's what I thought about. Like when I bought my, my, when I bought my Louis bag, I was thinking, 
Okay, I bought my Louis bag and I bought my Louis wallet. Okay, who's, I'm gonna pass this purse down to Gabby and maybe Izzy can take the wallet. It's like, I'm already, <laughs> that's how I justify. I'm justifying these really high dollar expenses of like, okay, this is, and it's only gonna increase over the years. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, exactly. I'll just let them fight. It, that's what I'm gonna leave in my will. You get my shoes and my purses. And I think that will, you know, they'll be worth something someday. You know, I didn't think it would be so much fun to dress a girl. I mean, I thought, I kind of thought I was having a boy, but I really wanted a boy. Is that why it's named, is that why she's named Jordan? No, because I made, a long time ago, I made a list of baby names and Jordan was, Jordan and this other name I forgot was the the only, well, the only names that James liked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband liked. So he proved Jordan. But so I didn't think it'd be so fun to dress a girl mm-hmm. until I started, until recently. And um, I, I didn't want to put bows or headbands on her right. until recently. And yeah. I was like, oh shit, she looks hella cute. Yeah, she does. That girl can rock a head wrap like no okay. one's business. Okay. A little bandana. Yeah. 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 Rosie the oh, Riveter. Yeah. <laughs> she was gangster. So I'm finding day. out now, yeah, it's I'm having a lot of fun yeah. dressing her. And they we are going to match. I don't care. I love it. Match my kids. I love it. it. That cracks me. I... Yes, I have to restrain myself with, um, actually I've done really well, but I think when Gabby was little, yeah. I was like, lever print everything, girl. Okay, yes. you're a lever print. Okay, I don't give a fuck what other people think. My daughter's wearing lever print all day, every day. Yeah. She's mellowed out. <laughs> she probably never wants to wear it again. Yeah, she's she had her out here, yeah. she had her yeah. out here looking like a mafia princess. Exactly. Just, she, <laughs> well, you know, her dad is from New Jersey. So like, he would, he would give me shit like, are we going on the boardwalk? Would it, are we going to Lang City? Where is she he going? He said boardwalk. <laughs> like, where is she going in this outfit? Yeah. She's looking very going Jersey. To Karma. Yeah, exactly. Jersey exactly. She got a spray tan. She got a spray tan Jim at Tan-Lodry. the age of like um, two years old. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You guys all have, like, I like the names that you chose for your children. Aww, like, they're really, you. really pretty. So, thank you. Gabriella. Gabriella Rosario. Rosario. And Isabel Addison. It's all oh, so cute. And what's thank Jordan's you. middle name? It's Matilde. But I love it. The, I love it. So I love it. cute. No, I love it. A French version of Matilda because when I first brought up that name to James, it was just, I was just kind of fucking around but kind of serious. But yeah, yeah. my favorite, one of my favorite movies is, is The Professional. Yes, girl. Natalie Portman is Matilda, and at the very end, the scene when um, Leon dies, and he gives the the grenade pin to Gary Oldman, and he's like, "This is for Matilda." Like that part always gets me every time. (laughs) And I was like, "Oh, you're so cute, my daughter." And her middle name Matilda, just and it's a strong name too. Yeah, Yeah, it's like surprisingly he was down for it. I love it. I honestly love that name. It's it's very it's very traditional French. Yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. But it's weird when I talk to older relatives, either our relatives or his relatives, mm-hmm. I feel kind of embarrassed about it because they can't relate. Whatever. You know, that's that's your choice. Yeah. yeah. It's your that's, fucking that's, it's kid. It's your daughter it's and your family. Kid. Your fucking kid, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. Were you guys I, named after anybody? I was named after a perfume oh, or the, a um, princess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Diane, Diane von Furstenberg. Yes. Her daughter, Tatiana. Oh, yes. And our mom wore the shit out of this the perfume, Tatiana. Oh, like, I remember God. the bottle. The bottle was, like, very beautifully, like, this abstract, like, shaped bottle. And it was just Tatiana in gold letters. Oh, that's beautiful. It was, And it was it was a very, yeah, I remember that. And it was beautiful. Like, I love the scent of it. And, um... Yeah, and, and that's where I figured that's where she got the mm-hmm. name from. It was from her perfume. You guys have like wonderful yeah. names. My parents, yeah. my parents didn't even name me. 
Like, I think they, they told me, like, my mom told me that, like, the doctor named me because they couldn't figure out what to name me. The and, doctor named you, yeah. even? So the doctor named me Ivy, and they just what threw, the fuck? They threw an A in front of it because my just, mom's. Just, you know, well, make it different. Yeah, just to make like, it different. different you know? And then they eventually chose my middle name. You know, I, what's your middle name? Roma. Okay. Which is my mom's name backwards. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Although sometimes my dad likes to embarrass people and say that I was made in Rome, which is fucked oh up. God. It's oh, true though. It's like if I do the math, like I was a honeymoon baby, dude, straight oh, up. Nice. Like I fucked yeah. up. I fucked up their that's married right. steez, dude. Oh, okay. just, whatever. That's, <laughs> on, what that's on them. That is okay. on them. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what you get, Catholics. You should okay. fucking birth control. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my sister was named after um, I think a saint and her sister. So my sister, her name is Trixie. I love that name, Trixie. Her real it's name so is fifties. Her real name is Celine Therese, and nobody knows. Where no. came from? Where Trixie come from? I couldn't pronounce Therese. So yeah. you called her Trixie? Yeah, I called her Trixie. Oh my god, that's I couldn't the pronounce it. Ever. You know what's that, so funny though? The thing ever. Nobody in our family just knows Trixie's real name because she. So she graduated. Do you remember? You guys remember when I went to New York? Well, not the not the yeah, time no, I was I, talking I about remember. earlier, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went in 2011 because she graduated. Yeah, she got her yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Columbia. So they were my cousins were just like. We tried to take Trixie's picture, you know, we tried to take, you know, as a name for flashing, but she wasn't on there. We're like, what do you mean Trixie wasn't on there? It's like they, I guess Celine Therese was on there. They didn't realize that that was Trixie. Trixie. Yeah, I was like, that's Trixie's fucking real name. Like, you guys seriously didn't know. Celine Therese. Yeah, at the same time, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know my name was Ivy until I was in kindergarten. Because um, most traditional Filipinos give their kids, like, fucked up nicknames. And so my nickname was Bambi. So when I got to kindergarten, you know, they have, right? You know how they have like cubby Yeah. Like, I, you know, I think. So we're mixed, and luckily we did not have to experience yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't. See? No, that. like, <laughs> they don't have that in like, you guys are like, what, part Finnish? No, no. I like that. No one's ever said that. I like that Dutch <laughs> Indonesian. Indonesian, okay. Yeah. I like that. Finnish. Okay, so. <laughs> right, we'll add it on. So, fun fact for me yeah. um, when I was seven or eight, um, that's when mom and dad officially got married. Mm-hmm. And. I had no idea. I thought I was just pure Filipino. I had no idea that I was half Dutch Indonesian. Yeah. And so I don't remember. I think maybe it's just a thought I had. I don't think I ever asked anyone. But I always wondered, like, how come my dad doesn't speak Tagalog? Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, like, oh, he's not Filipino. So. Oh, so it's yeah. your dad that's not Filipino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, fun fact of when, like, you just, like. You, you figure out who sudden, you are. Like, you, yeah. you, you figure out who you are. Because your dad is doing his dirt, so you, okay. you barely see him. And yeah. I barely saw my dad, and I didn't really get to really know him until I was like seven, eight years old. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and you're the you're the oldest, yeah. as far as you know. As far as I know. No, there's another <laughs> sister. Oh, no, there's, there's, an, there's another sister. That we don't yeah. Talk to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. An older sister? An older sister. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, as far as the law is concerned, you're the oldest. Yes. Aww. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I um yeah, I only have I only have one sister. But yeah, I found out my name was uh Ivy in kindergarten. But Bambi is just like I still don't know where my parents Bambi, got that. Like there's no it. fucking deer in Manila. Bambi, you know, I, I don't okay. I don't get it. Like it's funny though, because like when I would go to Vegas, like me and my sister would just give our club names out as Bambi, Bambi and, Trixie. and Trixie. Yeah, That's the bomb, dude. Not I fucking love call it. Us. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Like, there's a picture of me um, and my sister that was taken, like, at some bachelorette uh-huh. thing with our hats that had names on it. It just said mm-hmm. Bambi and Trixie. That's dope. We sent it to our parents. Like, look what you guys did. Yeah. You guys gave us stripper nicknames. Okay. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm we missed that because yeah. we have a cousin named Twinkie. Oh, yeah, Twinkie. Oh, Twinkie. And Is that a real name? No. No. Okay. Amy Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> Filipino, I've heard right? some pretty... Yeah. 
just very, I'll say they're Filipino ass names. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Like I grew up, like I have some cousins on my mom's side and they have like some ridiculous ass, like, like pop or just like random ass names yeah. that don't sound like anything anything yeah. and then i'm just like well what's your real name and their real names are super nice like You're like different like, yeah. ca- like katrina rain i'm just like why don't you go by that exactly. you know what i mean like i mean granted katrina rain is kind of like porn stars but like yeah. still i mean <laughs> nothing wrong with that i am not slut shaming as a no. proud sex educator no, i support all people's lines of work <laughs> no like, judgment no just judgment saying. we're just saying if it's 95 we're shaking your ass like I was doing it in 95. Isn't that a Missy Elliott Ain't no shame, baby. Do your thing. It was 95. We were shaking that ass. Make sure your head is... There you go. It's like working, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Oh, my gosh. Now that you guys are raising girls, like, do you... Are there things, I mean, I've, I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a lot of things that we would all do differently than yeah. our own childhoods, but you know, you guys, girls, mm-hmm. and you guys are raising girls, what feels different? Like, what is, what is one of the main things that you guys find yourself doing differently? Uh, well, whether, whether it's consciously or, um, because, you know, when you're raising mm-hmm. a little version of yourself, it's almost like sort of like reliving things, isn't right. it? So here's the thing. And I just <laughs> said this to my sister the other day Yeah, that, um, what I'm thankful for is that our parents, our mom set a bar so low that what we're doing now is a <laughs> huge step. Yeah. And yeah. I remember when I told my dad, um, when I was pregnant with Gabby, yeah, I shit you not. The first thing he said to me was, well, if you do the complete opposite of what your mom and I did, you'll be fine. I remember you yeah. told me that. Yeah. And it's I remember true. that. And like, he was dead serious and it's true. Shit. And it's like, and that's what I'm doing. And, and it, it's it's rough because, like, on one hand, I want to be that mom that I wish I had. And sure. so I try. Like, and um, I do that by showing her I support her with, like, oh, you want to learn how you want to do um, – you want to dance? Okay, I'll take you to – I would take her to dance class every Saturday morning and, yeah. like, sit there for fucking, like, hours, like, just bored and just, like, <laughs> oh, my God, when it's over, okay, you want to do basketball? Cool. I, you know, we would go to every basketball game or, like, whatever, you know, things she wanted to do, I would let her do it. And I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, my parents did the same. They let me do anything I wanted. The difference is they were never there. Yeah. They, they just sent me. Like, yeah. go ahead, do it. Mm-hmm. Me. I'm there. I'm yeah. there for you. I'm like, you see me in the stands, like cheering you on. That is what I always wanted. Yeah. Like when I was a kid and I never got, um, but on the other hand, she will do something that will like make me lose my shit. Like oh, yeah. in like 30 seconds. Like I go from like, okay, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? You know, like yeah. <laughs> I become my mother yeah, and like, scary. I need to take a time yeah. out. And like, there are times where like, I can't even talk to her. You know, like, and then there are times where I'm like, okay, I'll explain to you why, you know, I did that. Um, But that's hard, though, too, because when you come into that reality of like, fuck, I'm being just like my mom right now. Absolutely. It's the scariest thing ever. My daughter is still small, but I definitely now uh, just had a thought. Well, I had a thought, but to like in the beginning, um, I think I was when she was two months old. And I was trying to go somewhere that required more than sweatpants. So I had yeah. to wear like a nice or yeah. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a nice going out outfit. 
and I felt like fat as fuck, and I was wearing this leather leather jacket, and I felt like sausage. Oh, but then I thought I was like. When, if Jordan ever felt like that, I wouldn't. I would never want her to feel like that. I want yeah. her to feel like you're the most beautiful. Yeah, you're not fat as fuck. If you yeah. even if you feel like whatever you feel like, just just fucking own it yeah. and be the be the superstar that you are. So I went out and I was like, I don't. I don't want to like be a hypocrite. Yeah. If I'm going to tell my daughter, you know, you just oh, be God. you, then yeah, I went out in my leather jacket. I, I felt it felt a little Incredible Hulk, but. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I want to teach Jordan to love herself so I can love myself too. That's another thing too that added um, challenge of raising girls in this like day and age of where, you know, girls are Instagram famous because they're pretty. Famous for being famous. famous. And that's the scariest thing. The scariest thing, honestly, is hearing your eight-year-old daughter telling you, I want to be I want to be, you know, she said to me, like, I want to be famous, like, on the, on the internet. I, she said, I want to be internet famous. And I was fucking, like, I almost She's lost my eight. shit. Yeah. She was eight years old. And I was, like, thinking, where the fuck are you learning this? Right. And, but, you know, she watches YouTube. And the, she's... She's innocent. She's thinking of it like as an eight-year-old would. And yeah. so she's thinking like, no, you know, like, I want to have a YouTube channel and I want to review toys. And I'm thinking like, what in the fucking... Are you, are you seeing pictures of like Kim Kardashian or like, what, right. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But like, it's so innocent. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, I got a teacher of like, you are so much more than that. And so I try to encourage her because I know talking to her teachers, like for parent-teacher conferences, they're like, she's very shy you know like she, she she's social no she's social she, okay. don't get me wrong she's social but she's like me in the fact of where she'll get in trouble in class because she's talking too much well, she's yeah. like me. i <laughs> yeah. get that me too but when um comes to being called on to solve a problem in math she like she freezes shy. up, she freezes up yeah. and is not confident in herself and i and i try to tell her like hey you know what um make a mistake it's okay because that's how you learn you know and and that's tough because i was that same way like just the hell is scared mm-hmm. and like you know whatever but um i it, it's a really added it's another stress of like trying to like raise these girls now in this day and age of like you want them to succeed you want them to know that you know um don't rely on your looks yeah because, oh my god yeah honestly so so that's convenient. how yeah. i was raised like being told i was pretty like you know, it's okay. You'll marry well. You're you're pretty, yeah. and that sucks hearing that. Like, Dude. well, don't you think I'm smart? Yeah. But um, you know, come on, let's say that shit to me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, God, you don't think I'm smart or anything. You just think I'm pretty. My parents like, are vain. They're so they're vain they as they fuck, and so, so yeah, exactly. But I think the um, there were times where Dad actually like took interest that I was actually smart you know yeah. like he took me to the library and yeah we would have conversations and we'd have like pretty deep conversations and before he lost his shit yeah before he kind of went crazy uh-huh. but at any rate um i yeah i proved to him that you know what i i am pretty smart i you know i think i can get along without just being pretty yeah and um but i need to kind of convey that to gabby of like you know don't be afraid. I, I tell her every day <laughs> she probably is like sick of hearing me say this but i'm always like don't let anyone tell you that you cannot do something, you know, because you're a girl, you know, or just don't let anyone stop you. Like you want right. to do that shit. You just, you just do it. And, yeah. Don't ask and permission. Okay. You don't, don't need just, permission. You, just, you mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. But at the same time, but obey, but obey. What Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but mommy is still your boss. Okay? Follow your dreams. But if I approve. <laughs> if I approve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, 
I'm raising a boy. So yeah, like what's, I, I want to know what that's like. Right. You know, it's, it's crazy because, you know, now we're in this culture mm-hmm. where, you know, especially as a sex educator, now that, now that I've become a sex educator, you know, you're a, like, I'm a lot aware too of like how boys were. Cause I knew what boys were like when I was in high school sure. and, um, you know, growing up, I mean, this is probably going to oversimplify it, but I'm just like, how can I raise a really like pol- a polite, sincere, non-rapist? Yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the whole thing about like raising like, you know, boys, because I had all boy cousins growing up mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it was, it was a good experience. It was like having like, it was like having 10 brothers that I didn't ask for. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when it's, when you're, when it's your own boy, mm-hmm. you kind of get scared when they go out into the world because sure. it's especially if they have like female friends, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always paranoid that, you know, maybe he's going to either play too rough with one of them right. or somebody's going to say, Hey, Jacob tried to touch me, right. you know, which, you know, knock on wood so far has not happened, but right. it's just, it's being conscious because there was, there were like, aside from my cousins, there were no boys in my family. Mm-hmm. You know, we, my sister and I, it was just, it was just, it was just us two. Right. And, you know, our dad, like, he's a workaholic and he worked a lot. So we were raised uh, primarily for the most part by your mom. Okay. And so, um, she, I mean, she, she, like, she's, she's a good mom, but she was, she was a stay at home. She was a, a stay at home mom that did not want to be a stay at home mom. So I guess a little mm. bit of background. My parents moved over from the Philippines. I was born there too. And so okay. they moved over. Okay. And so my dad was able to focus on his career, but he had kind of had to start like as an immigrant, you kind of start yeah, from the bottom, bottom and you build your way right, up. Right, right. So it was weird because my dad went from the, in the Philippines, he went from being like a, like a, and, and both my parents, like both my parents are college graduates. They have like, right. my dad has like several degrees. And so they literally went, my dad went from being a company president, like the big boss to a guy that fills ink bottles off some shitty office supply place um, off of industrial, you know, it's just yeah. that he was fixing copiers and yeah. doing all that um, kind of, you know, blue collar yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he knew he knew what he had to do to, like, right. work his way up. So he just, right. instead of complaining, and, you know, my dad doesn't, yeah, he just he just did what I did. He sucked it up and he right. just did it. And my mom, uh, we moved to Northern California without knowing anybody. Like, we had some, you know, some family friends. Uh, my closest relatives are the ones, you know how I go to L.A., like, every winter? Mm-hmm. Like, they're my closest blood relatives. Like, I don't have any family up here. Okay. So, um so we were essentially all alone. And so, I mean, it's my mom by herself raising two little girls in a place that she doesn't know. It's fucking scary. Yeah. You know, and so uh, the only lesson I got from that at the time when I was younger, and I don't blame, I don't blame my mom. It's just how it's what she had to do is to sort of like just sort of like dis- distrust people. So it's just like I grew up like being like super skeptical, not knowing if I could trust people, uh, if somebody was going to say that we were illegal immigrants. Right. And just shit like that. Right. And so like that's what I knew when I was growing up, like always had to cut, always having to kind of like be careful. Right. And so because I was raised with sort of like that, like that fear, like my sister didn't have that fear because she was born here and right. they hid everything from her. They were just like, we're going to tell Ivy because she's the oldest and she gets mm-hmm. it, but we're going to protect the little one. You know, I just, I, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And so it's very different from how Jacob grew up because Jacob is growing up basically, uh, you know, he's, grow- he's, he's a boy. He's the first grandchild on both sides. Okay. So he's got like this level of freedom and this right. like bravery and all this like confidence mm-hmm. that I didn't have. Yeah. And it's just, it's weird because Jacob was, Jacob is also very much a little version of me, which also is really fucking scary. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. it's scary. Yeah, it I just, you know, and sometimes it when Jacob gets crazy, when he gets crazy, like I, I try to treat it in a way that was very different because my mom, her approach was either to like either lash out or completely withdraw. Yeah. And so I feel like I grew up sort of like 
wild, not wild. I mean, like I was, I was pretty disciplined, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I was just like, I think I had a lot of like social awkwardness growing up Uh because I was rarely ever corrected. And I just kind of like went off. Like, I don't even, I don't even think I figured out how to act until I got to college. Like, it's crazy. Now that I think about it, like, I'm just like, God, no wonder I didn't get laid. Like, just, this is I was just crazy. So awkward. Yeah. I was just out of my mind. I was just doing so much stupid shit. And, um, like a huge part of, you know, raising a boy now is just like, I want to make sure that Jake doesn't go through that. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what it's going to be like for a boy versus what I went through as a girl, Mm -hmm. you know, as a girl, like you go through all this crazy shit, not knowing, uh, you know, not knowing where it's coming from, not knowing what to do about it, not having anyone to talk to about it, because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to talk to people about, or to people in your family, especially Mm -hmm. like an Asian family about like things like anxiety or like Mm -hmm. lack of confidence or like feeling ugly or just Mm -hmm. feeling gross or just feeling like nobody gets you. It's like, yeah, but how are your grades though? Exactly. You know, yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. So like, because in high school, like in middle, starting in middle school, probably when we came back, because we moved to San Diego for a year, then we came back. uh, For the most part, I was raised in Hayward. And so I remember just being super like, everything changed for me after I came back for some reason. I can't exactly pinpoint it, but it just completely changed. And I just started acting out a lot. And now that I realized that I think I was, I think I was trying to get my parents' attention Mm -hmm. because Uh like my dad, his career was finally like on an upswing. My mom was finally able to start working, but like I had all these like years of resentment from when she was, cause she was there, but not present. Yeah. You know, it's like to have somebody that, you know, your mom's there. Like, you can't say that she's never been there, but she's also, like, not there because I can't ask her questions. I can't talk to her. There's this constant yeah. fear of saying the wrong thing yeah. and all this kind of stuff. So, and I have a fear of becoming that mom. Yeah. I yeah. totally have a fear Because I would ask my mom a lot of questions mm-hmm. like, hey, how do I do this? Or, hey, can you take me here? Can you sign this? I don't know what this is. Let's wait for your dad to come home. And it was mm-hmm. just basically a series. Like, it was just basically, like, my childhood was, like, a series of, like, waiting for my dad to come home mm-hmm. so he could fix Aww. the problem. And I'm just like, you know, I love my mom. Like, she did the best she could. Uh, you know, with the resources that she had. And I get it. Like, it must have been devastating now that I think about it. Like, I'm picturing myself at, like, maybe 20s, maybe not 27, maybe, like, 30, like, early 30s. Yeah. Imagine the career that I have. I've worked my ass off for yeah. it. And all of a sudden, the guy that I'm with, my husband, wants me to move to another country and give all that shit up for some two little fucking kids. You know, like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, there's yeah. that whole parental being selfless yeah. The selflessness thing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's just like I, if she felt any kind of resentment, I don't blame her. Yeah, because like you know, I can't imagine giving up my career. Yeah, dude. like now that exactly. I've had a career for like ten years, and I've you know I work in corporate commissions now, and it's just like I can't. I mean, as much as I bitch about it, it's just also a career that's allowed me to like you know live in a way that a lot of some of my peers can't live. Right, you know, right. maybe yeah, because they're absolutely. you know they're they're t- they're tied to somebody or they don't have that kind of they don't have that level of freedom. Maybe their jobs, mm-hmm. you know. They're like their 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 jobs are just their jobs are just different. Right. Like it, you know, they have other advantages that I don't. But it's just like for the most part, you know, I am completely self reliant, and it's just, um, you know, I would probably feel really like weird about my own life and about I'd ha- I'd probably have an existential crisis if I was ripped away from that the way that yeah. my mom was. Yeah. So I'm going in a lot of circles with this, but like, <laughs> yeah, like raising Jake, it's so you know. His existence, I think, is so different from what it was like for me growing up. Uh So I've always tried to just kind of talk straight to him Uh and also just look at the way that some of my friends are raising their children. You know, not so much compare, Mm -hmm. but it's just like everyone's priorities are different. And I knew early on that parenting for me, is it's going to be like trial and error. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I don't have enough cousins in close, in, in close distance or most of my cousins that are even that I'm even close to, like none of them have kids. 
Like the, the yeah, the ones in LA don't have kids. Yeah. Uh, the ones that live far away, they have kids. Okay. So it's just like I really kind of had to figure things out by myself because okay. by Hayward standards, uh, Jacob was born kind of late, right? Like most Hayward, like, Hayward standards, dude. Okay. By Hayward standards, girl. Like I have some friends that they've been having kids since like college. Girl, that's also like Daily City. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so Jacob was like right in the middle because yeah. I've got friends whose kids, uh, when Jacob was born, their kids were like in sixth grade and shit. Right. And then you know now I have friends whose kids are like maybe like three or four, you know, like people that have like younger kids. Right. So Jacob is nine. He's right in the middle. Right. And you know, I, I feel like me and Pas did the best that we could, but it's just, it's really trial and error because a lot of the stuff that you see in parenting books, I feel oh, like I read it. I'm just like, this shit doesn't apply to me. No, yeah, this applies, yeah. this applies to like white moms who don't work. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like it drove me nuts when I used to read, you know, when you're pregnant and you're reading like what not to expect, yeah. or what to expect when I'm expecting. I think by like, you know, a few chapters in, I was going crazy, and Joel was like, "Fucking put that book away! Yeah. Don't even read it anymore." And yeah. it's true because it—you can't read shit. I mean, you can't go by what you read because it's just different for everyone. Yeah, and like you know, and I think just sometimes us, you know, us, as moms, we just beat up, we beat ourselves up mm-hmm. because we're constantly trying to like come, you know. Whether we admit it or not, but we are comparing ourselves mm-hmm. to other moms, yeah, and then get so fucking pissed off. We're like. How come, you know, I tried this method in this book and it's not working? Mm-hmm. It's like, fucking that shit doesn't apply to you. It is trial and error. It's totally and it is, trial and, and it's error. like, when, you know, like with us, we didn't have a good, like, role model of what, okay, let alone what a good marriage should look like. <laughs> yeah. But then also, like, what good parents are. So, like, my, um, my examples, like, my, um, I guess the people I looked up to was like our relatives, like yeah. that yeah. were in like good relationships, stable relationships. Stable relationships. Mm-hmm. Even though, like you know, we had um, certain cousins, like the way how, like how April, how they communicate with their kids, it's like yelling, yeah, and that's how they talk to each other, and yeah. and it's really loud, and they're yelling, and you're like, are you okay? But yeah. no, that's just how they communicate. Yeah, they're totally. And, but they're a family, and yeah. they got fucking seven kids. Fuck. That's I mean, a cr- and they've been together for, and that's a beautiful thing. Like, yeah. they've been together, you know, she was 18 when she had her first kid. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Like, you yeah. got seven kids together, and you stuck it through. And like, I know you've been through some shit. They were a cohesive But you unit. did it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, you're a part of, like, my role model unit. Like, yeah. even though you think you're not perfect, but because you guys stuck it together, and you got fucking seven kids. Yeah, and they're dude, all, that's... none of them are fuck-ups. No. You did fucking They did awesome. good. Yeah, you did, they good. did good. You are part of my role model, like, aesthetic. And, like, Mike and Mildred, like, they were, like, my parental units. Like, are, the, are they also in Daily City? Um, they're in Pacifica. Okay. Yeah. Close enough. So, like, you know, they partially raised us. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I feel like they're more our parents than our actual parents mm-hmm. are. But, like, at least we had that to look. Yeah. Um, for me to, like, look on there's and, hope. like, there's hope. Yeah. Like, Okay, this is what a stable relationship, this is what a good family looks like. This is what a mom who cares, like, what her kids are doing and is, like, present in their activities, that's what this looks, you know, this is what it looks like. And so I I had that to, to, um, you know, use, like, as my examples. Do your uh, your husbands come from, like, do they have, like, close family units as well? Um, Joel, like, he... He's from Jersey. He's from Jersey, but his parents also divorced when he was younger. And, um, so, you know, he comes from that and, and I felt like I found like my partner, like, okay, yeah. you come from a broken family. I'm from a broken family. Let's, let's be together and like and, try to make a family and not a broken family. And, yeah. And we, you know, and that's just, it's a challenge for us too, yeah. as it is for every couple. Totally. But, um, 
Yeah, you know, so we come from different experiences because he, you know, he he comes from an experience of like seeing his dad like, you know, on the weekend. Sure. Or, like, you know, and um, his parents like it was a bad breakup and you know, they didn't talk. So, but um but it's it's kind of funny it just like how um culture, you know, the the difference in culture. Yeah. So it, it's nice to actually talk to him about certain feelings and <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I get it. I yeah, totally get it. Yeah, so he understands. He gets it. He gets it, yeah. What about you and James? He He's really close with his family, too, okay. which I love. He's really close to his mom. Oh, I love, yeah. Does he have so siblings? She, yeah, he has okay. a brother yeah. and a sister. That's what I love uh, about which Joel, too. I love, and they would go, he would tell me about how when he was younger, they would go um, eat, go out to dinner, like, um, at least once a week and then his parents work at a restaurant so sometimes it's hard for them to eat together sure. but they would eat together as much as they could mm-hmm. which I love because when I was younger I was I was raised with my cousins uh-huh. and we would have um, we sat in front of the TV and mm-hmm. our, our grandma made dinner yeah mm-hmm. and that that was my idea of family dinner was being with yeah. my cousins and mm-hmm. being with, with grandmother yeah, yeah totally oh, yeah grandma so I love that he was really close with his family and um, he can kind of relate to how our mom can be a little overbearing. His dad is, is the same way. <laughs> so in that way, we're, we can um, relate. His family's not as dysfunctional right. as ours, but right. his his family's not perfect either, which is, I think, how we, um, we had a good... That helps right. us with our connection also. That's, That's Yeah, that was another thing when, um, you know, when I first met Joel and um, when I learned that he was super close to his mom. Yeah. Like, all right. She's still around? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Florida. Um, And that's when I discovered, like, I really like this guy. Not only can he, like, make me laugh at anything, because that's, like, huge for me, but he had, like, a... He has a really good relationship with his mother. And, you know, he is close with his family, too. And um, at at the time, I think his nephew has just been born, and he was always excited to go visit his nephew. I was like, when you're ready, you're going to be such a good dad. And mm-hmm. so he's a great dad. He is a great he dad, but like videos. we have like a kind of like a checkered past. So I mean, yeah. it's like it wasn't <laughs> perfect, and I love to give him shit of how he never like courted me. Like we never dated, you know. It was just, <laughs> I remember. You know, I'll just like leave it at that. But I would, I'd still give him shit now, and I, you know, whatever. He's used to it. Now but you guys was, can court as a married couple. Yeah, exactly. But I'm always like, you never wooed me, you fucking jerk. You just <laughs> knocked me up. Fuck you. <laughs> God, you're talking like you're from Jersey. (laughs) It kind of rubbed off on me, but yeah, I love it. I I love, I yeah, no, he's he's great guy, and I I love it. I love him. He works with he works with uh like does he build things? He's an architect. Well, um, designer and architect firm, but like oh, that's sick, dude. That's awesome. That's the funniest thing of how like remember years ago it was all about oh I wish. My boyfriend was an architect. Like, I want to meet an architect. I want to, like, want to date an architect. I told that to Joel. And he was like, please. Like, <laughs> it was just like, if they even knew. Like, yeah. they don't make that much glamorous. money. It's not glamorous. No. It is so fucking boring. No. I <laughs> it's just like, it made him laugh. It's just like, please. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah, it sounds fancy. Exactly. It's not. And, and I, I will too. admit, like, when I first met him and he said he was an architect, I was like, huh, that sounds cool. And at the same time, I'm like, oh, that means you're artsy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, so yeah, he got me that way. Too. <laughs> hey, baby, I build things. I'm like, what? You're handy too. Yeah, yeah. I'll have your babies. I'm, I'm good with the wood. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. What does what does James do? He is a bartender, and he was going. Well, he used to work for I guess an IT kind of gig. Well, business like analyst, project, oh, yeah. Okay. project man. Yeah. yeah. 
And both of us, we had our career changes kind of at the same time. I worked for the bank for a long time. I remember that. Yes. Fodub. Fodub? Was it Fodub? No, wait, I'm thinking about that sign. W Dub Dub. What is it? Wells Fargo. Dub Fo. Dub Feezy. Dub Feezy. There you go. I don't know who else calls it that, but. Dub Feezy. I remember you mentioned that before. Dub Feezy. I'm ghetto. That's why. Yeah, no, you're. I'm not ghetto. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. It comes out. Yeah, it comes out. Your teller stories were the best. I'm sorry. Yes, I love uh, yeah. Stories. Well, I have a teller story when James and I were broken up. We went, we were on many breaks. We were long distance relationship. You, you guys were you guys have been together for like what twenty years, dude? Twenty like, years, of just, yeah, like fourteen years, oh my fifteen God. years, yeah, dude. But we broke up a lot of times. Shut too. up. And so he was in school at at San Diego, San Diego State, and at that time I was working as a teller. And if there are any are any tellers listening right now? Don't don't do this. Don't <laughs> will jeopardize your job. Cautionary no. tale. No, I would check his account. Okay, and I would see like. What the fuck? And I would see like. <laughs> Where was he going? Are you going to sushi? Forty dollars at sushi. I know you're not going to sushi by yourself. Spending forty dollars. And so I know he was. I love he was it. Having his little fun over there. I love it. But for me, I when we were broken up, I couldn't date. I was just so in love. Oh, I tried to date, but I was just so in love with him. Aww. It, it was, aww. Yeah, it's, it's aww, but also kind of like it was Ugh. cuckoo obsessive. Not obsessive, like like I would stalk him, but pretty jealous, and uh-huh. I just couldn't not think about him. Is that a Scorpio thing? Is that I think a so. jealousy thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm Scorp- Because my ex, Roy, was a Scorpio, and he yeah. was crazy like that, too. <laughs> Yeah, he was. not like he crazy. Was I'm gonna crazy. kill you. No, but... but like crazy, like obsessive, jealous, like that yeah. with me. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he's a bartender. And why did I bring that up? Oh, because when he, first, I'll be honest, when he first told me, well, he's always wanted to do something in the service industry. Yeah. His dad, his his dad has always owned restaurants, but I don't think he's he wanted to be exactly in the restaurant field. But um, he enjoys what he does now. But when he mentioned bartender, the first thing I thought were like, all these bitches and hoes are going to okay. be fucking on my husband. I'm all fucking him. <laughs> trying to you know, get I used free to, drinks. Trying to get free drinks. And I know it, it sounds really petty, but sometimes, jokingly, but not jokingly, when he would come home from, from work, I'd be like, okay, who eyeball fucked you today? What? <laughs> Damn. And luckily, he loves me Damn. so much, he laughs it off. Damn. But I'm better now. <laughs> okay, and like I just mentioned, we've been together for hella long, but still, I'm, I'm of like, course. Yeah. I'm very insecure. But you shouldn't be. I mean, but, you, guys, you guys are both fucking hot. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, stop. Don't but he's give a me bartender. That. He loves it, and I'm I'm getting better now with the with the hose. With the hose. With the hose. No, not with the hose, but. Like, I feel like with your guys' career trajectory, you guys just kind of were over your corporate jobs because you yes. basically, you essentially both left the corporate world that's for awesome. more uh, service oriented, which I, which I think is great, dude, yeah. because like, I think that's, that's part of the reason why I'm slowly going to make the transition into right. like more uh, client facing. I mean, well, that, and also like, I want to talk to people about like their dicks and sex yes. and things like that. And you know, apparently that's frowned upon at a corporate job. Who knew? Oh God. Just- yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I'm always looking for that person at work. Like, hmm. The one I talk to. Right. The, the, the one that'll tell me about their bitches and hoes. Exactly. And I like want to know. No. Yeah. Well, um, I used to work with a, I won't say his name, but I used to work <laughs> with, a, with an admin and he's older. He was uh, in his late fifties, but he was, he's gay. He, or a mo as he as he called it a mo he, yeah he's, he's a mo. old school gay. He's, he's old school gay okay yeah. so he was a freak a leak and he had the best stories and sometimes at work 
we we can't even talk out loud. He would he tell he tell would tell me dick stories all day, but we couldn't <laughs> laugh. We'd be quietly laughing. He'd be like, and then and then he'd go into a whisper, so our coworkers would know like we're talking we're talking we're talking about. But yeah, working with an older gay man was, was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the best dick stories. There are definitely lots of cool like. Because, you know, I'm between jobs right now, but, like, that's one thing I love about the corporate world. Yeah. The personalities. Mm-hmm. You So many oh different personalities. Yeah, the personalities mm-hmm. are just the best. I always try to sit with people and find out what they're like outside yeah. of their job. Yeah, exactly. I, I ask, like, nosy-ass questions. I'm just like, can I talk to you about, like, you know, like, your kids or what do they yeah. do? Like, yeah, is your yeah, son yeah. in the band? Like, can you show me a picture of your son? Is he hot? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... <laughs> I just ask random things because yeah. you know like a couple of them like my my interview for my my current job which I now have um you know I think I spent it was a 3 hour interview with the uh regional president or his job and I think it was like 20 minutes talking about the actual job and like three and a half hours talking about like everything else except that so like his his son's band mm-hmm. like traveling stand up comedy mm-hmm. just all that kind of stuff and it's just like I love like, I love how... That's my favorite part of going to any new job is, like, mm-hmm. finding the people that are yeah. hella down yeah. that you know yeah, you can yeah, talk yeah. shit to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love yeah. that. I do, too. And I knew yeah. that's why I didn't like my job uh, back in uh, Sunnyvale. Not Cisco, but the other... That, uh, that hellhole that shall remain nameless. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... I didn't get close to anybody until like yeah. maybe the last six months of that job. And then she and I basically both got canned together. I was just oh, like, shit. it was meant to be, dude. Yeah. We were meant to bounce out of this fucked up place. Yeah, like... Oh god, yeah. Um, the last job I was at, like, I made a core group of friends. Yeah. That and and honestly, this was the the one job I had where I was saying to myself, "Man, I've never, I've never drank this much during a lunch break ever." <laughs> that was ever. Like at, that was like me at Cisco. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I was just like, "How come I'm just doing this now?" Like. What? Where like was this when I was younger? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, no, that bar's been there forever. You just wanted to be goody two shoe. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, and then I guess I was at that point. I think I looked at it as, okay, this is a contract assignment. I'm going to be gone in five months. But still, no, I don't want to fuck around where, yeah. like, I wouldn't be hireable. You know, they would say yeah. shit about me. But, like, at the same time, I was like, okay, I can make an impression. But at the same time, you're not here. I'm going to fucking have a beer. Yeah. On my lunch break and not give a shit. I'm going to On the Border because uh, there's a bunch of other people from our department yeah. here at On the Border and I ain't trying to miss out on this. Exactly. Like, exactly. that's one of, that's what I liked about a lot of my corporate jobs. It's like, I know that they didn't drug test because, if, oh, okay, yeah. first of all, if they did that, half our department would be gone and that includes management. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Maybe not at my current job, but like, yeah. you know, my jobs <laughs> back in the day, back when Silicon Valley had money. Mm-hmm. Oh, my so God. So it was ridiculous. But yeah, dude, like, it's always, like, at every, jo- almost every job that I've had, it's always, like, I, I still keep in touch with the core group of people that I was close to. Uh, like, my jobs at Cisco, I have, like, that core group of friends. Mm-hmm. Square Trade. Uh, you know, I still... I, I, I see all these people, like, I don't see them, but I see them on Twitter. Yeah. And then we hit each other up on, like, Instagram and shit like yeah. that. It's just, you know, it's kind of cool. Like, but it's, of course, it's no substitute for being able to see them on a regular basis. Right, At the right. same time, we also know that we'd never go back to that fucking job. No. You no, know? Yeah. So, yeah. it's just, like, on to the next. Right, right. Uh, I think the cool thing about my job now is just uh, the team that I, the team that I support. Like, we, I think it's just been in the last few months uh, that we got, like, really, really, really close. And so now we have, like, fucked up nicknames for each other. Like, <laughs> this isn't my nickname, but we nicknamed one of our coworkers, like, Mad Dog. Mad Dog? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's another coworker that uh, he, um, <laughs> we call him Mad Dog. He's, he's, not, like, he, he's, he's not, like, a mean guy or anything, but, like, he gets, like, 
he gets like super like cranky and just like talks Ooh, a lot of crap. He's just Ornery. like, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's funny too. He's like the second, I think he's like the second youngest person on the team. And he's oh. like a cranky old man. Yeah. And it's just like, it's weird because like, you know, he's, you know, you look at him and it's just like, what do you have to complain about? Like, you have yeah. a great job. You're good looking. Yeah. You're tall. What's your beef? You know, yeah. just at the same time, it's just like, you don't know somebody's struggle. Exactly. So I don't know how they grew up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we all have nicknames for each other. We have another guy who's, um, and I hella love that. Like, this guy's one of my favorite guys on my team. He's basically like the personification of, uh, do you guys watch uh, Modern Family? Yeah. He's like Phil Dunphy. Oh, I love Phil. I fucking love Phil Dunphy. Right, he's, oh my God. he's like we. I love me some. Phil. We showed him the video. We're just like, this is you. Which, yeah. which, like, you know the, you know the, um, they, you know how on YouTube they always have like the best of such and such or compilations yeah, okay. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Phil Dunphy. Yeah, we'll show him. Like that's you. What's uh, Phil Dunphy? His book of like Dunphyism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, just how he like dances in front of his yeah. kids because at the <laughs> Christmas party, like we were fucked up. It was just, it was awesome. Like I just, I really like that team. Like I can't imagine yeah. working on a regular basis because I mean, this is the place for the most part where you're spending all this time away from your fucking family. You commute. I commute for a long time to right. get there. Right. It's just like if I have to spend like fucking. 12 hours of my day being at this place with these people it should be people that you I'd be like. down yeah people yeah. that I'm that I like that yeah. I'm down for yeah. mm-hmm. down to clown you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. fun <laughs> yeah. it's hella fun dude oh yeah it's added bonus it, it's you know what you look forward to you know, like, Seriously. Just, yeah. like, I enjoy being in the yeah, office. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love working at home and like, mm, all, of the thi- all the things, but it's just like, I also <laughs> like seeing people. Exactly. Like having adult ass conversations yeah. about adult ass things. Mm-hmm. And talking shit about people. Talking and, shit yeah. is the best. It, it is. is. I miss that in yeah. a corporate that setting. Gives me life. Like, oh, so and so. Oh, did mm-hmm. you say that? Yep. And when I left um, this one company I worked for for like hella years, it's um, like seven years, and I'm still friends with. Um, to uh the girls that still work there um and actually and, and so i know some other admins too but like listening to dirt now of like <laughs> oh did you know that he was hooking up with his assistant like what and it's yeah i miss that shit dude it's funny i love hearing the the fucking dirt it's the best it's the best because like you know even though I mean, I've like my 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 dirt has always been just like stupid shit, like just yeah. more like. But it's still entertaining. Yeah, it's hella entertaining. Like, yeah. I there's there's <laughs> been there's been no other place that I could talk about this, but like there was one year. This is like when I was working at this is a company in San Francisco. Okay, and they had the wildest wildest Christmas parties. There oh, was one awesome. Christmas party like open bar. Okay, okay. I go oh, by my there I, you go. I go by myself. Oh, and shit. I find another coworker, and he's like in my training class, so oh, you know shit. we're close. And so we're just like, okay, well, my partner can't go, or your partner can't go. Okay, well, I need someone to take shot shots with, so we take shots, and we're all just like drinking back and just like running around. And the next thing I know, we're walking out into the street. He's walking me to Bart because I call a cab. And then I push somebody else into the cab. And then I keep walking down to Bart. What? And he's just trying to keep up with me just to make sure that I don't run into the street. And at right. some point, he has to pull me closer to him because, like, I was walking down the middle of Market Street. Oh, Dang, fuck, we're fuck. Yeah, and I just, I, I, at some point, apparently, I also ripped my uh, fake eyelashes off. Oh, and hell I, that's when no. it's the end of the night. Yeah. Oh, that's the best feeling. Right? I was like, oh. And then you take your bra off. I was like, yeah. here, hold this. And I give him to him. Oh, my God. And then uh, the last thing I remember was him walking me down to the Bart station. Yeah. And then I remember I got in the, the next thing I know, I wake up on Bart. I had puked on myself and I was just <gasps> like, did I puke on him too? Because there's nobody sitting next to me. Oh, so I freak oh, out. Fuck. And apparently I tried to call a cab and the cab was just like, ma'am, we're across the street from your apartment. But I got into the cab anyway and I told him to drive. 
Like I held my phone to his head and I said, drive. Oh, and so, yeah, oh my God. I was lucky that he didn't like call the police or beat my <laughs> right, ass, but right, he was probably right. like, she smells like puke. She's already fucked up. Yeah. So She's holding her phone to my head. I wrote okay. it. I made him take me to a seven 11, which was down the street. And I got two hot dogs and I forced him to have one. <laughs> and then, I forced him to have one. It. Your cab driver hostage. Yeah. He's and like, okay. made him eat a hot A big dog. bite? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like, like I bought, I bought one bite? for him and one for me, right? I was just like, I bought two. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm one, one. Two. He's like, you know, this like Indian guy who's just like, he's like, oh, oh my God, what if he was a vegetarian? Yeah. He ate it. <laughs> I forced him more. I forced Girl. him to eat a fucking hot dog. And then I got home, and according to, uh, according to, um, my, you know, my, my, my partner, uh, he got home and I was wearing his parka and nothing else. Oh. And I was trying to pull like, a, like another fur coat or so I was trying to pull some shit out of the closet or some shit. I was trying to pull a coat. Right? And I was just like, yeah, Oh, I look fancy. He walked to the door and he said, Oh good. And I said, apparently what I said to him was, he was like, what happened to your clothes? I was like, oh, good, you're home. And then I dropped the parka, and I collapsed onto the the bed, and it was like all this folded laundry was on there. And so I collapsed onto all the folded laundry. Oh. And the sad part was, it was like 11 o'clock. A.M.? Are you serious? P.M. P.M. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, so, so early night. Yeah, it was hella early. It was hella early. Yeah, just rally and go back out. And so I remember it was just... The funny part was I was not embarrassed about how I acted in front of him. It was just more like I was worried the whole weekend because I was just like, did I or did I not puke on my coworker? Yeah. Because I had no idea. And then he added me on Instagram. I was like, oh, okay. He's okay probably, I guess I did. All right, cool. Cool. Yeah. I was just like, all right, he's not mad at me if he's adding yeah, me on Instagram. We're good. We're good. I was like, that was my secret. The cab driver, though. The cab driver made me a fucking The cab driver, dude, you traumatized his life. Right? Like, it just like, my phone, like, take me to 7-Eleven. Eat this. Just so fucked Damn. up. Just, yeah, like, I... God. Those were... <laughs> those were fun times. Those are fun times, especially when you work at, a, like, a good yeah. company that does that. Like, and it's, it's like, when I think about shit like that, it's like... <laughs> no, I, I'm like, oh, that was me before I had kids. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm, I was just really glad. Like, I was, I was glad Jacob wasn't home that weekend because I have never come home fucked up to Jacob. Oh, I have never right. come home fucked up to Jacob. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jacob, I, I think... Have, Jacob, I have come fucked up. I've come home fucked up. Jacob has seen me, I think, but he saw me drink like earlier this year because I had cousins that are visiting yeah. from Thailand. And then one of them poured me a beer and Jacob was like, mommy, I've never seen you have beer. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, Damn, really? Okay. I drink in front of Gabby all the time. I was like, in a bath. I hella was like, after all this time, really? I was yeah, like, I'm shocked, dude. So excited. Dude, yeah. oh man. I'm surprised. I am surprised. And <laughs> Jake, I, you know, I love you and all, but I'm surprised that you... Right! Yeah, no, I just... I, I guess I just never got around to doing it in front of him. Oh, okay. For the, for the most part. Okay. But he did ask me some other questions about some other things. Like, okay. he asked me about, like, marijuana, for example. Oh. And I wasn't sure how to answer that. And he was just like, Mommy... So, he was just he was just like, Mommy, marijuana... He was like, where do, you, where do people get marijuana? And I was just like, what? I don't know, like stores and stuff. I was like, what do you know about marijuana? I was like, you know, I was like, you know, it's a plant, right? And he was just like, yes. And if you burn it, you get hungry. <laughs> oh, <kids. laughs> so adorable. I was, it was, it was like a conversation so or something innocent. like that, right? I was yeah. just like, so well, cute. you're not, you're not wrong. 
so innocent, so cute. How they say marijuana? Yeah, marijuana. Oh, like, marijuana. They don't know that weed. Marijuana. Yeah. And I was just like, what are your questions exactly? Yeah. And I'm just hoping he's, his questions yeah. aren't super direct. All he knows is that you know, I know that it's a plant, and if you burn it, then you get hungry. Right. So super cute. But he's nine, so he's getting older, and I'm just yes. like, you know, like you know, I, I, I do it from time to time, but just like I try not to do it, like when he's actually awake. But there was one time where he was. God, I think this is this is like a birth. This is like a birthday. It was actually his birthday, uh-huh. and so we were at uh, Fenton's. And so my parents, Fenton's. you know, like we went there, and then you know, my parents and I, uh, we had come with uh, Jacob's godparents. So like uh, mm-hmm. like Josh, you know, Chris, Ara, you know, Ara's his uh, godmother. Uh, just a bunch of like folks, and then my parents were like, you know what? It's early. We'll take Jake home. So my dad's like, we'll take Jake home. You stay here and you have fun with your friends. And, oh, that's, you know, okay. and I was like, really? I was like, it's Jake's birthday. And my, and my dad was just like, he's fine. He's had enough fun with you. Like, we want to have fun with him. I was like, okay, that's cool. So my parents take him. And so, of course, I kick it with my friends. And, you know, what that entails is a little yeah. bit of something, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So hot box the car. And so I come home. And the entire time I'm, like, chatting to myself, gets over it's over yeah. <laughs> just because I was just like I'm not used to like coming home in that state yeah. mm-hmm. and then so I get home like I'm just like like I run around in the front yard just to make sure that I you know just like run, you're that, running laps even that's how high that, that's how high I am I'm Damn. just like I need to get on high right now like I'm right a, now I'm run a lap because I, I get dropped like, yeah, I got dropped off and I was just like I need to get on high like right now and so I'm just like okay I think I'm good I think I'm good I go in the door and then Jacob runs up to me he gives me a hug. He smells my hair. Mommy, you smell like barbecue. Oh. Barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was like, oh shit. And then my dad's at the table paying bills. Do you guys have fun? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that was the last of that. Oh I think God. that's I think that's the only other time that I've come home like like anywhere near inebriated. Oh man. So uh, let's see. I had to um, I brought Gabby to work one day. Um <laughs> And uh, she had to go use the restroom, and she saw, like, you know, the, the tampon dispensary. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so she said, she was like, Mom, what's that? I was like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. She's like, no, what is that, really? I was like, when you're older, we'll talk about it. She's like, no, what is it, really? I was like, all right. <laughs> and so I seriously explained it to her, like, fifth grade, like, health, like. Like sex talk? Sex, like. Not even like that, but, like, it was, like, the nurse. Like, when the fifth grade, you know, your fifth grade, the nurse comes to you yeah. and tells you, like, you become a woman when... <laughs> I didn't tell her that, but I was, like, <laughs> I was like every 28 days, scientific. I was very scientific. I mean, I went through, like, the whole, like, menstruation, like, the pat, you know, just everything. Yeah. And then when I said, and then an unfertilized egg will drop, and as it drops, you know, it will shed the lining of, you know, your, your uterus or you know, whatever, whatever. Oh my God, and, so um, much for it to take in. Yeah. And I go, and you bleed, you will bleed for like three to maybe seven days. Seven days. And like, and I'm telling her like, matter of fact, I was like, all right, you asked. Yeah. And the look of fear on her face, <laughs> this poor eight year old girl is like, I don't want that. Don't like want she said that she was like, I don't want it. I was like, honey, none of us do. But when you're older, you'll be thankful when it comes. Exactly. Yeah, girl. Like, you're gonna want that shit. You're gonna want that shit to come. But I was, it's just funny because like I was dreading that. 
Yeah, I remember sad. Joel telling me, he's like, that's all you. You're explaining that to her. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, what? You get, all right. Oh, I can't believe you're doing this to me. And it just, and it happened. <laughs> and it did, and it happened. And I was just like, I told her. And she looked so scared and disgusted at the same time and was like, no. Mm-hmm. It's very, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. God. Yeah. You know, like. Now, since since I'm a sex educator, I've ever, I've never actually discussed with uh, Jacob's dad about how we're going to talk about sex. Uh-huh. I think I've talked about it with my male friends because right. I have a, I have a lot of guy friends. Right. And so I'm just like, what am I supposed to like? What am I supposed what to do? do? I tell him? Yeah. Right. I was like, I'm a sex educator, but you know, there's I know that there's certain right. things that maybe he doesn't want to hear from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, of course, Josh and Chris were like, we'll talk to him. I'm like, you guys need to not talk to him. <laughs> I just need to know what I need to say to him. Right. Because right. Jacob, you know, I always I always ask him like, hey. Do you have any other questions for me? Is there anything you want to talk about? You know, now that I'm certified, and he usually says no. But one time, I don't know if I told you this. Like, I actually picked up my phone and I saw that Jacob had Googled prolapsed anus. What's that? So prolapsed anus. I don't even know what that is. So I'm gonna put on my sex Sounds... educator hat here. Okay. So prolapsed anus is when your asshole essentially turns inside out, mm-hmm. and the reason this happens sometimes. Well, it can happen for multiple reasons. Um, but a prolapse in this, in this scenario is basically when, if you, if you have like a, like a butt plug or something in your butt oh, okay. and you pull it out without breaking the seal, it can invert your, Ew. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, so, that sounds terrible. So Jacob Googled it and I was just like, I knew that it was Jacob because first of all, it was on my phone Yeah. and then it was immediately followed by some YouTube shit. You know, he also watches people playing games. And yeah. so I was just like, Dan DTM, Dan DTM, yeah. like no yeah. scope. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'll, Gabby's I'll tell you guys about Jake's YouTube stuff in a okay. sec. But like, yeah, it was just funny. Cause you know, I was just like, I have no reason to Google prolapse anus. Cause I know what it is. And so I yeah. called him into the room. I said, is this, is there something that you want to talk about? And he's uh-huh. like immediately like apologetic. Right. He was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I Googled it because I overheard you say it on the phone. I was going over the curriculum to one of my uh, okay. educators mm-hmm. and he was like, I was just afraid that you'd get mad if I asked you right. what it was. I was like, not at all. But my main question is, are you okay with what you just saw? Because it was a like Google image. Oh my god. Oh he, my god. Yeah. And he was just like, it looks like an upside down cherry. Yeah. Is that what's gonna happen? Like, should I stop he was like Do I do I stop pooping? Do I stop yeah, do I stop pooping? Yeah. Should I not wipe my butt? I was like, Oh no, you need to wipe your butt. You need to wash your butt, do all the things, don't let yeah. that stop you. Yeah. But yeah, no, you you're you're fine, you're not gonna prolapse. Um and I always ask Jacob, like, if he has any other questions, but so far all his questions just basically revolve around his balls. Like are they going to grow? Are they supposed to be this size? What happens if I squeeze it? Can I tie it a knot? Yeah. Like, mommy, what if I do this? One of his favorite party tricks after he takes a shower. And I don't know why he thinks it's okay to show this to me. You know, maybe because maybe because I'm a sex educator, I'm a comedian, maybe my threshold for disgust is, like, pretty wide. But he'll just, his favorite party trick is he, like, <laughs> he, um, he, like, put, he tucks his, like, penis into his balls. Uh-huh. And then... He'll just be like, it's gone. And he'll like, public thrust, pop, it's out. Oh my God. Like he just, I don't know. He just has way too much fun with his junk. And I'm just like. It's just crazy though, too, how it's so accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to look at prolapse anus, there you go. There it is. And you're a little kid. For me, I I didn't get a sex talk from my parents. I learned from Cinemax. (laughs) um, Like uh, Richie Richie Diary. Emmanuel. Skinamax. Um, yeah. Skinamax. Movies on Skinamax. Totally. And we had a black box. Yes. So we had oh, Channel yeah. 99, okay. which is Spice Channel. Porn- mm. What about, do you guys have like HBO and like Pornocopia and all that fun stuff? Oh, real God. Sex. Yes. Real Sex. Yep. I love Real Sex. That was, that was, that was cool. God. That was our shit. So good. Um, yeah, so that was my education. Yeah. yeah. Sex ed, man. Yeah. Um, finding my dad's like, um, 
old playbook. And so the cherry <laughs> yeah, magazine. Because we're like, we're not nine even years classy apart. stuff. Cherry magazine yeah. and Hustler in so, the bathroom. So when I was younger, it was like early 80s. And so looking back at it now, like, Playboys in the 80s were kind of cool. They were they cool. Were, they were, like, yeah. cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, for that vintage edge. Yeah. But that's, like, how I knew. Like, I like the bodies back then. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. A lot Have more you seen real. Vanna White's Playboy pictures? No. She, yeah. When was this? This was before she was, like, you know, ever on. Right, right, right. She was yeah. just trying to make money. Right. But her body's banging. And just, like, now, like, her breasts are so natural. Yeah, right, 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 right. She looks really good. Right. Oh, Vanna. It's on Google Image. Okay. I don't think I'll do prolapse anus. No, maybe no. Vanna White vintage, Playboy. Vintage Vanna, Vanna White. White. No prolapse yeah, anus. For, I'm down no. for vintage yeah, we, Vanna. It's, yeah, you described it graphically. Yeah, exactly. like, that, was a, that was enough. The That's cherry thing. That was yeah, enough. Pretty good. Traumatized. I'd be traumatized. <laughs> I'm, oh I'm traumatized now. <laughs> you guys should you guys should hear the rest of my lectures. Like That's okay. probably one of the more tame things. Okay. So. I would love to. Oh. I have a thing... Um, when I know like friends are uh, teachers, yeah, I have this thing where I would like to just sit in your class mm-hmm. and just like watch you teach. Um, my ex roommate was a um, he was a chemistry teacher, Ooh. and so um, I always thought, you know, Woody, like he's just crazy as as he is. Like I was always fascinated. Like, what are you like with your students? And like, I want to know. And I that was I was a running gag of like, oh, don't mind her. She's just observing you, you know, carry on, you know, exactly. Like, and that's what I, I still want to do with like my friends who are educators. I'm just curious. No, absolutely. Like I, uh, so the lectures that I generally do, and I'm actually, I'm actually not even that great of a lecturer. That's probably one of the feedback that I got, oh. uh, you know, not because I'm like horrible or anything, but more so, uh, I'm more like, I'm more of a notes person. Like I, okay. it's, it's different for me to be, I mean, I have no problem with public speaking, sure. you know, obviously, but like as a presenter, especially right. in an academic forum, this is probably the first time that I've been able uh-huh. to do it, uh, outside of my actual uh-huh. classes. And so the lectures that I do are like, uh, sex and commerce, which involves like, uh, sex work, prostitution, okay. um, alternative sex practices like fisting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also lectured on sex and disability. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because, um, I was working with um, I was working with somebody that actually has a disability, and I I remember being hella careful asking him, "Hey, are any of the pictures that I'm using on the slides offensive?" Because I had like Drake in a wheelchair, oh, I had uh, the dude from Glee, and he was just like, "Ivy, I don't give a shit. Just give the lecture." <laughs> Drake in a wheelchair. Yeah, but it's funny though because like some people are like, "Why is Drake in a wheelchair?" I'm like, "You guys are too young to remember dude, Degrassi. Degrassi. I'm fucking and that's old. not even." It's not even that long ago. It's not even the OG Degrassi. No. Oh my God, I remember. You used to watch OG Degrassi. That that was Canadian, right? Yeah. Like a boot. Yeah, Tilly Tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, you'd always imitate that. Yeah. (laughs) Aside from... (laughs) Sex Ed is awesome, dude. Like, just all that that stuff. It's just... I think it's uh, it's been sort of like my... Like, honestly, one of my... Like, my second family Mm -hmm. since I... Because I actually found that organization, uh, San Francisco Sex Information Fizzy. I found that while I was, um, I needed an internship for uh, one of my classes. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that they had a 60-hour professional uh, sex ed training. Mm-hmm. So I took the training and then I applied for an internship. I got the internship. I finished my internship. And now I'm a training staff member, which is so cool. It's just... It's fun. It's yeah, hell. It it's hell of fun. It's really it's it's time consuming because there's like four non-consecutive weekends where I'm in San Francisco for basically like... All of Saturday, all of Sunday. So it's and you know I work in San Francisco, so it's basically right. like having seven hour or seven day work days yeah. or work weeks, right. and it's just insane. But it's just uh, it's probably one of the first times that I've ever been able to be in a training 
capacity. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a topic that I fucking love. Like, I don't get right. tired of talking about sex. I don't get tired of listening to my peers talk about sex. Like, some of my fellow lecturers, they're fucking amazing. Uh-huh. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, let's see here. Uh, but the thing about, um, I, I, the thing I liked about it too is sometimes I can sneak some comedy into there. Mm-hmm. A lot of my students, they find out eventually at some point that, that, you know, that I do comedy. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's actually been really helpful to me. Mm-hmm. Not because it gets me exposure or anything, but it's just more like, uh, you know, I was away from comedy for a while. So right. just being in front, even if I'm in a lecturing standpoint, uh-huh. helps with the whole, uh, being able to talk in front of like different types of people. Right. In no matter what kind of setting. Like, right. Do you, are you ever going to come to stand-up comedy, dude? You know, I had, when I um, just gave birth to my daughter and when I was breastfeeding for the first three months, I would sit, <coughs> just sit around and you're doing nothing but yeah. thinking about shit. And I do have a lot of yeah, material. material that I would like to flesh out. To, you know, try and that, out. Yeah, something that you know, I always say, people will say, oh, you do stand-up? I say, oh, I dabble in it. But <laughs> I would like to... Sure. I just gotta write jokes, yeah. which is kind of where I'm paralyzed because I I don't know I I'll write and then I'll just stop myself because I you know I get into my own head and oh, this is not funny and that's how you're not supposed to write jokes you should just just write or yeah. even if you if you don't write jokes then everyone writes jokes but I did enjoy it it's scary but I did I did like being on stage yeah so you're good at it do you yeah. feel do you feel more comfortable as a, do you feel more comfortable as, as a stand-up or like uh acting like what's your capacity now in granny cart are you like acting now writing? i'm probably there's an, there's a show in august i'm not gonna be in the show i do want to writing writing is not one of my strengths but i do want to write more yeah um acting i guess i don't know stand-up is so scary as mm-hmm. fuck like it's just so scary but when i feel i'm co- comfortable on stage yeah as long as I know what material I'm saying, like I'm, I can't go off the cuff though. Mm-hmm. That that'll fuck me up. But just I think just the writing part and thinking about are people, is is this going to be funny is is really scary. Mm-hmm. But when my set is over, I'm like fuck, I should do this more. Mm-hmm. It was, you get a rush. It was yeah. fun, even if you don't, if you bomb, it's it's still fun. Did yeah. something that was really helpful to me. Uh, I started going to a open mic that was primarily for uh, women. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you should do that. It's called um oh it's God. it's 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 at uh, it's every Tuesday at Martunis. I'm giving them a shout out. Martunis, I love Martunis. You love your Martunis? I love my- she loves Martunis. Girl. Girl. I love a bar with old gays. Yeah. Like just sipping their cocktails at gathered around the piano. Yes, it's, it's in that Girl. same back room. Go up to okay. Girl, Tuesday that's night. spot. It's called Hysteria Comedy. We're so And annoying. I'm there, so like, annoying. I'm literally there almost every Tuesday. And I think I've, I think I, this is like my maybe fourth or fifth consecutive time. But the reason I started going there was because uh, it's run by, like, comics that I've seen, like, or, you know, I've seen them do other um, other things around SF. And it's just like, you know, they're comics I respect. And also the environment is just so welcoming. Yeah. You should, you should look into that. Yeah, just, I'm not gonna say you should do it. You should just think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, no, I got the jokes. If you, I've been thinking about it. If okay. you ever need a place to come on a Tuesday, call your girl. Get I a think it, will ha- it definitely helps knowing that that you'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'm it's gonna be there because you know I laugh. At she everything. loves martinis. You should come. Man. I love martinis. I'll be just sitting there with my cocktail. The bartender, yes. like, uh, give, I'm gonna give her a shout out, like I did on Yelp. Nikki, she's amazing. Okay. Uh, she like she's um, so she's great. So every um Tuesday. Like, you know, she serves up the drinks and they're strong as fuck. Like, yes. So they, yes. so they're known they're known for, I mean, they've got several drinks, yeah. but they have their hot cocoa, which is not alcoholic. But one time I had her put, 
like some liquor in it. Oh, it was hella so good because it was it was a cold ass day, and I was just like, so I was like, I, I was just like, I want hot cocoa, but I also want to get fucked up. Can you help? And so she did for me. It was awesome. There were other things too. It was like Moscow Mule, dude. Two of those. Oh. I don't remember my fucking name. Highly recommended. Yeah. Damn. After the set. Yeah. yeah after the set, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, if you're ever like. Hysteria comedy. That's my thing, dude. It's just like I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I hella like. I, I love. I love the crowd that comes there. Even even if most of the time we're really just performing for ourselves. Okay. You know, it's, I guess it's, I mean I have nothing to lose anyway. I'm, it's it's not my profession. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not my profession. It's fun. I, mean, it's I a, think yeah. I'm it's funny. Your outlet. Yeah, you're funny. You are funny, dude. You're like yeah, you're ridiculous. Funny. It's just like I like it. <laughs> and then. You. Um, are you also like? Are you also acting, or what are you doing in Granny Car? Are you doing? Yeah, all- dude. I what? They yeah. got you acting again? That's awesome. Well, because I, I think they got you acting again. I know. Girl, I just girl. no. I, I, I think this time around, I was like, all right. You know, I always, I'm in the background. I'm just doing makeup, but that's just because I you enjoy I, it. I just like doing that. And this time, I thought, you know, fuck it. I have not act. The last time I acted was Accident Movie. Are you serious? And, yeah, that's the last time I Holy shit. was doing that movie. That was a minute ago. And I love Joe's <laughs> reaction to me when he first saw Accident. I was like, oh my god, Lex, I didn't know you acted. Oh my god, oh, you're really? good. I'm like, yeah. shut up, dude. Like, get out of here. No, thanks, but shut up, man. But then I... <laughs> it was sweet. But when I think about that, like, okay, maybe I can do it. You know, and... Um, no, I did Granny Cart with you. Yeah, I remember yeah. that weird. I was I was pregnant. Different venue. Yeah, and I was actually pregnant with Izzy at the time when I did that. Um, wasn't that weird? Like that box, yeah. like yeah, that gray box theater. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. I yeah. wasn't in that. Yeah, I was in LA. Yeah, it was it was that. Um, and I did just a few, and and I remember how much I did like it. I was like, okay, and you know, I had to like you know I had to kill some time, so I had to like improv with the audience, like, and I'm thinking like. I can do this. Like, okay, I was just a little, you know, a little rusty, but you throw me in some like, you know, exercises and activities. Yeah. Like, all right, it's like riding a bike. Yeah, I it can comes do this. back. And so I decided with this show coming up in August, like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it because, um, being a stay at home mom right now is like you're fucking cuckoo for cuckoo <laughs> and, and I just was thinking like I really have nothing to lose right now yeah. like I'm not working you know I'm looking for a job and oh, fuck it I'm just gonna do like everything now that I missed out on dude you deserve it man yeah. like it would be great it's gonna be great to see you guys on stage again oh god um what's it called so so granny cart acting well writing too like I'm writing like, shit Oh man, and here's the sad reality. I feel like if I have like a fight with my husband, that's usually when I get like my best material. Yeah, is when you know I, I'm always driven by emotion, pure emotion when I write. Same. So the best thing is like I'm pissed off, so I'm gonna just write it out. Or um, and that's the thing that gets me. It's like I have to draw back on a certain emotion. It's hard to pull it out of me, and like mm-hmm. I, it's almost like how how do I deal with. Like when you're, I guess someone's becoming sober. Like, yeah. how do I deal with this? Like on a different emotion. Yeah. And so that's how I feel like trying to like make myself right when I'm not angry. Yeah, comedy I think is sort of similar in that sense because you know comedy I think for me personally it also draws on emotion, but right. sometimes I don't want to revisit that emotion. Yeah, a- absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to go there again. Like remembering what got me to that place yeah. just gets yeah. me like super yeah. mad again. Yeah. So it's just something that and this is why I've been going to the open mics is because I've been trying to try out different jokes okay. that have nothing to do with my emotions. It's right. more like different jokes that are about other elements of my life. Right. Like the last uh, when I went, what day is today? 
Wednesday. I went yesterday okay. and all my jokes were about parenthood. I was just like, let me try something easy, something yeah. not easy, but like something yeah. that's, you know, that that's not so like it doesn't draw from such a painful place. Right. Instead, it's just basically about how Jacob is obsessed with uh, playing with his balls, playing with his balls or saying, you know, that, you know, that's anus, prolapse anus. And you yeah. know that, you know, there's like a sporting goods store called Dick's. Yes. Yeah. Dick's. Jacob knows not to swear, which is amazing because I swear frequently in yeah. front of him. I was just oh, yeah. like. I was just like, I'm not going to censor myself. Like, just, right. you know, just don't fucking say it in front of me and we'll be fine. And yeah. he doesn't say it, but he'll look for a loophole because he is my son. And he'll just be like, mommy, let's go to Dick's. Mommy, like, he'll see the billboards. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Dicks. There's dicks everywhere. And we'll go to the one three months, <laughs> like the new one. so your son, dude. Yeah, he'll just be like, wow, this dick's so much bigger. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so weird. your son, dude. Yeah, right? Yeah. He just, and he was just like, mommy, guess what store is opening your grandma and grandpa's house? Dick. Dicks. <laughs> there's, just like, there's dicks by grandma and grandpa. Exactly. <laughs> there's, a, there's dicks near Olive Garden. <laughs> Can I tell my friends where you got your boxing gloves? Fuck, fine. Dicks. My mom went to dicks. <laughs> yeah. Like Jacob oh, FaceTimed my parents one time. Guess where I am? I'm at dicks. <laughs> FaceTiming? Yeah. Dicks. He was just like, I'm at dicks. Oh and I'm just like, oh my God, oh Jacob, my God, like dude. seriously, I want to hide. Like, yeah. you're underage. Saying dicks. He was just like, stage, yeah. horny little yeah. boys. Dicks everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah the, the, all my jokes were about dicks. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, what day? So what date? Um, what date is the show? Oh God, it's August tenth. Pretty bad. I, yeah. You don't know? <laughs> no, August. Yeah, uh, yeah tenth. August tenth to twelfth. Okay. And Vinalsta. Yeah. Maybe I might emerge from the shadows and come watch. Excellent. Yes. I know. I've been. I've yes. been gone. I've been gone for a minute. Just. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but yeah. I think it'd be a nice. If you want, you can just stay in the shadows too, just like kind of. I know, like <laughs> in the wings. In the wings, just come dressed like Carmen San Diego. With the big hat and, and the with your collar and a trench coat. Exactly, it's like my like like Chester the molester yeah, coat, so that nobody exactly. sees where I am. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. just and then you disappear in the mist. I just want to come support. Like it'd be fun. Like yeah. I just I feel I feel so sad that I didn't get to watch a geek show. I heard that was good. It was good. I watched it. I was really proud of Thomas and I know the writing was really good. It's been their baby. Yeah, and not. Only that, but seeing other people, it's always good to see non people. people. Yeah, Yeah. but just to see them talking about just passionate shit and being geeky and stuff that makes me poignant, and the content was really good. It was a really good show. I missed it. Hopefully, they do another one next year. I know. Maybe one good. Maybe one day there'll be a sex show. I mean, not that kind of sex show, but like a sex. Themed show, yeah, but that always—that's always a running theme at Middlestar. I know, damn it! I gotta find always. a way to make it original, <laughs> yeah. like maybe come at it from a, a new edu- angle, yeah. from an educated, a, yeah, a new angle. I see what get you it. did there. Yeah. See where I can <laughs> get it, get it. See what I did. Yeah. See what you did there. Yeah, come see, at it from an educational see. standpoint. Yeah. I guess we should probably wrap this up because it has been about an hour twenty. Um, but you know, I just again, I wanted to thank you guys for being so down to like come through all the way here and. Uh, oh, I'm searching. This you know. wait is it stop this no 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 just and you know open up your you know open up your lives and your hearts and stuff like that and um what the hell uh on my little here (laughs) podcast 
So well, I, I'm happy you invited us. Yes, and thank if you, you ever want to invite us again, yeah, because if you want like girl talk and have it recorded, <laughs> shit, dude, we got more than I'm down. And I, I'll, and you okay? And I will. I'll bring the liquor next time. You guys are absolutely more than welcome to come again. Like I told, I even told Ara, I was just like, because she tweeted about it. Like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, girl, come next time. Yeah, I was just like, we. I was like, I got you on deck. Just think of a fun topic that's not yeah. going to get us arrested, and all y'all oh can come over and we can podcast this. Oh my. God, that'd be so dope. Yeah, we even so make, down. We I'd should be even so down for that. We should even make like a like a YouTube supplement. Oh my god, some, shit, some, some, ridic- some, some ridiculous fuckery. Oh I can't Everyone have Gabby see me on oh. YouTube. That's you know, fine. That's fine. I guess I'll just I want to I want to talk about one last thing. You know, Jacob yeah. actually has a YouTube channel. Does he really? Yeah. You know what it's called? What dicks? I wish. Oh. I was just like, you can't be that creative. You know what it's called? It's called Derpy Mama Vlogs. Which puts to rest any impression that I think he may have had of me. Wait, what is it? Derpy? Derpy mama. Oh, I still don't know what derpy means. Like, derpy is derpy, derp, derp, derp. Oh. Yeah, it just, derpy I just, I don't know. Derpy mama vlogs. Derpy mama vlogs. But he doesn't vlogs. talk about, yeah, vlogs. Like, okay. like a what video he vlog. Do? It's yeah. just... He doesn't talk about me, strangely enough. I was like, why is it called derpy mama vlogs? Like, that's <laughs> so weird. You're a weirdo. It's the derpy weirdo. one, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just derpy. And so he he talks <laughs> about, like, games. And I think one of them is basically him holding up his iPad to the camera for, like, a full so minute. He's like, 30. "Hi, I'm Jake," and he, oh yeah, he'll just. And I read the description. You know, of course, I clicked and I subscribed just to make sure that I could keep an eye on him, right, and so right, like right, no right. fucking perverts are right. trying to groom him. Right. But his only description of it is sub. Oh, sub, <laughs> even S U P. Yeah, just sub. Like sup. you are a man of few words, Dang. just like your dad. Oh <laughs> He'd be something like his daddy. Okay. Watch out for that boy. You fascinate. You fascinate me. Fascinate me. Ooh, big girl. You better step away from my child. You said I fascinate her. I fascinate her. I was like, oh. What's this bitch's name? Yeah. Who's this little fat ass I need to talk to? You are a fast girl. I want to fascinate? Okay. I feel like we've had this conversation about someone's kid. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for all. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a happy Mother's Day. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Be good to love each other. And.